the Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Join our story of misfit teenagers as they struggle to save the world from climate change. Remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Episode number 93, The Team Makes a Plan. Through heaven and earth the tree is growing Around the world the river is flowing We can travel by secret ways Like a shadow through our days Follow me, come and see we're climbing the world tree Follow me, come and see We're climbing the world tree sounded like a person walking. They waited. The air was still. The moon lit up their faces. The voice of the owl entered the conversation. The sound seemed to be almost on top of them. The crickets droned. Can someone hear us? Noise could carry outside the wall, but I don't think anyone could make out our words from here. The crickets seem louder than before. I'm not worried about them knowing I'm here. Remember, I'm supposed to be talking to you. I've got to get an answer by tomorrow. But, it would be terrible if someone actually followed our conversation. I don't think it's possible. I'm pretty good at judging this sort of thing. Look, let's finish up. I'm in favor of accepting the agreement. I don't want Phoebe charged with assault, period. We've got other, much more useful and interesting things to do. And we don't want any attention focused on the events in Hidden Valley. I mean, that's what we're protecting. That's what the protectors of the wood do. And people in Rivergate have reason to be scared. They've suffered horribly in the past, and they're coming to us now as their land gets flooded. Morphe's right. We've got a lot to lose too. By the way, George, nice going. You handled it perfectly. She grabbed his shoulders and kissed him on the cheek. So, we stay out of court. I already thought so. 
That's why I took the job. They all looked at Phoebe, who was biting her lip. Oh, how I'd love to let this all go. Jeremy already insists that he did not get a clear view of anyone and will not get involved. But what about Tuck and Geraldine? I still think they'll want to accuse at least one person they saw. That lunatic trying to burn the house. No, they won't. Geraldine said she could not swear to recognizing anyone because of the bad light and where she was standing. And Tuck is already putting off Chief Santiago. He's waiting for us to think it through. He'll agree with us. I know it. <sighs> I'm so grateful. I love you both. A rushing noise came from the distance, and then the trees swayed in the wind. The weather was changing. But one more thing. By tomorrow morning, I've got to hear something definite from Tuck and Geraldine. I'll see Tuck early. It'll be easy. Geraldine leaves her work at 7 a.m. I'll make sure I see her, but... I'm not going to try to persuade her. Don't worry. She warned me not to waste my life on it and said we have to decide for ourselves. I'm glad you're coming out so strong. We'll all follow you. By the way, Jeremy and Eddie and Stephanie already begged me to avoid the whole mess. They say the most expensive lawyer wins. and. I've certainly got other things I want to do. People actually look up to us. They really care about what we're doing. We have a responsibility. Abby's heart went out to her. So emotional with her face still bruised and swollen. One eye red. And I'm gonna need your help. We're beginning a new campaign at that youth council meeting on Tuesday. It's more important than you know. There's a dangerous situation just two weeks down the road. The trustee election. Everyone's invited, all ages. Please come. We already plan to be there. All of us. I know Ishmael Banks, the pastor's son from hanging around Half Moon Music Center. He's the best guitarist I've seen. And he's younger than me. We play together sometimes. He and his brother were at our show at Sammy's. Plus, they've got a mission too. The only bridge to the island is flooded out. Be careful, you're getting loud. Sorry, I got carried away. Another question. How will I be sure that Geraldine and Tuck are on board? I'll be working at Scudder's and I want to visit the Standard at lunchtime. I'll come into town and see you. But I wish we could get in touch with Abby more easily. She should get a cell phone. Phones in more on Main Street. We've got service up to the cliffs. Maybe I'm just paranoid. 
But Tuck said Morphe got the service for her area. And they're obsessed with me. I'd love to be able to call all of you. But I think I'll use Tuck's phone. Phoebe and George looked at each other and shrugged. Abby wrote down their phone numbers. But I do need help. Tuck doesn't let me out of here yet. So I'm hoping someone can go to the haunted house for me. I could sneak out, but that house will be watched. And I'll be followed. So listen. On the second floor, in the room just to the right of the stairs on the wall to your right, there is a hole in the sheetrock. If you put your arm into the left and reach along the wall, you should find a backpack full of small packet of seeds. I need them very, very badly. George was making notes. Got it. If you reach back there to the right, you'll feel my guitar in a canvas case. I need that too. You play guitar? Uh, well, a little bit. Just for myself, but I'll show you sometime. That would be, I, I mean, I would love that. Whenever you're ready, though. Another thing. In my basement room, Phoebe will tell you where it is. My sleeping bag is still there. I could use it. Cold weather will come back eventually. And under that collapsed back porch is my bike. It works, and I need that too. I know it's a lot to ask. I'm not sure anybody can even carry it all. But I would be very grateful. Phoebe shook her head. George, I know it's a pain, but let's not forget your main job. You shouldn't be seen collecting the stuff and riding into the churchyard. In a way, we've been successful by not appearing to be a group. You've convinced them that you're mainly interested in the money and moving up in the world and have no other goals or loyalties. They can work with that. They understand making money and moving up in the world. Phoebe looked sad and shrugged her shoulders. As soon as they see you're all about being tight with us, well, your opportunities as a spy will be over. They must have heard that you and I used to be close and broke up. And that probably helps, because they don't think we're friends. We should only be seen together at a church meeting or something like that, and not be close except in secret. You might need to quit the spy thing sometime soon. It could be dangerous. Tuck has stressed these rules to me over and over. No friends in the cottage. No anything that could be photographed and used against us. He's crazy with paranoia. Tuck's job is in trouble. The old school building has broken windows and looks abandoned. The church must be broke and Tuck doesn't know what to do. 
I'm guessing he's no good with money. I'm gonna make the churchyard look like the Garden of Eden. And we've got to raise money for both the church and Rivergate. Don't forget, I was born in Rivergate and have relatives and childhood friends there. Phoebe and George waited quietly. This was a side of Abby they had only seen from a distance. And it had given Abby a cloak of mystery. But now they were seeing her heart close at hand. I get it. I'm definitely joining this youth council, whatever it is. We'll plan a harvest festival. We'll get people in here admiring the churchyard. We'll fix broken windows. We'll run events. We'll partner with Rivergate and help with each other's plans. It could be our own way of defending Middletown and the forest and diverting their attention from things they shouldn't know about. And we'll do concerts in the churchyard. We'll get Ishmael and his brother to join us. I love the way they play. It would be awesome. We have a plan. They were quiet again, listening. But they heard only the crickets and the wind. Let's ask Jeremy to pick up Abby's things. He could just walk over there and bring stuff back. No one thinks he's close with Abby. And he doesn't work in town where he's easily watched. I can't ride a bike right now, so count me out. That will work. Phoebe put her arms around them. Don't worry about your things. Jeremy will get them as soon as he gets off work. I don't see a problem. Don't forget, they still have a man on that little tower on Morphe's house. And a man on the hospital roof. Plus, someone is 24-7 across the street, watching the church gate yard. They're persistent. How could we forget? <laughs> We're copying you, a shadow in the night. But... When will I see you again? How will we meet? We will all be at the council meeting. Their eyes were used to the dark. They could see each other's smiling faces in the moonlight. Abby led them back down Tiny's path and unlocked the iron door. Phoebe and George disappeared into the night. If I knew you really loved me, there would be no more war. And if we're not together, this wild and crazy world If I knew you really loved me It would set my heart aglow Take you with me Everywhere I go Just say Once you love 
of me together on a dark and rainy day is this a dream or just a lie one burst of sunshine would light up my way I see the world in your eyes Just say Once you love me Just one kiss is all I Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Find all our projects on protectorsofthewood.com and support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.